We're back. We are this back. Is, this is going to be the season that never was. <laughs> yeah. How are you getting on with COVID? Um, well, I mean, as far I as I know, I didn't have you got your bottle roll. I've got my bottle <laughs> roll. And, I, and have I've got my pink tomatoes. Yeah, you're, you're sorted. He who has bottle roll is rich in the current time, John. Well, that, that was absolutely nuts. Yeah, I mean, absolutely crazy. Um, I don't... I still, I mean, I can understand why people, people panic, but it just seemed... But, but of all the things to be, of all the things to panic about, bog roll. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, to, to not be, to be, to be, I'll be as delicate as possible, but it's, I mean, it's not something that you should really need lots of tissues. I could imagine why you would need lots of, but that it shouldn't be inducing loads of extra bog roll usage. Oh, it's just mental, mental. But, anyway... But not, it was, it was all going really well. I had three of the skippers in the can and we'd done three shows. It was looking all great. And then uh-huh. we've just been hit by the truck of COVID-19. Um, I, we've, we've talked just before we started as to whether or not we're going to actually get any cricket. What's your thoughts on that? So I think at the moment... So I think at the moment we're operating Cricket Scotland have said that there'll be no cricket-related activity until the 1st of June. Um, right. I'm kind of operating on the assumption that... Or maybe not the assumption, but kind of... As a, as a naturally pessimistic person, probably going that we, we just won't play any cricket and then that anything that we do get would be a benefit from there and like a bonus. Uh, I'm not inclined to think that things will have changed drastically in six weeks to, to just now. Um, but I'm also not a scientist, uh, so, so I don't know. What's your thoughts? So listen, of all the sports, it is yeah. the absolute worst sport to catch the bloody thing. You've yeah. got a bowler at the top end of the mark. He's been throwing the ball by the skipper. Right? Yeah. He's got to use some of his saliva. <laughs> Who knows? Everybody's probably, six or seven of the guys have already handled the ball before he gets it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, what are we going to do? Are we going to test everybody before the game just so that you don't have COVID-19 and then you've got the problem about if you're going to truncate the season then you're going to have to get at least I think we've spoken about nine weeks nine weeks minimum Uh so now you could probably go into what September a couple of weeks into September yeah you would uh, I mean you I mean but then you run the rest don't you with I mean I think anything that gets prior. I mean, I would imagine you would get. You've got. You would give priority to the the higher levels of cricket essentially first, wouldn't you? Because that's and that seems to me certainly where you would put the priority. And that's not somebody who's going to be playing in the first eleven games, but that's from there. Um, but how you? Yeah, once you start to run over, you run into things of people, other people. Some people play rugby. Some people yeah. go back to school. Yeah. All sorts of other stuff. That it becomes really difficult. Also, I mean, if you play nine game, if you're looking to do a nine game sort of truncated season, you're relying on the weather. Because I mean, how many? I mean, was it eleven games or something last year were played in the Premier League yeah. by Huddingston and they won the title? So that's less than half. Do you really want a title decided on five games? Yeah, yeah. And if you're, if you happen to, you it, the weather could if you've got if you if you play eighteen twice, it's kind of bad. It gets rained off. However, if you lose games against Uddingston, Fergusley, West, and Clydesdale, 
but you play Weirs and Pollock, and it, it, it becomes really, but really no, so, There yeah. is no solution. There is no, no solution. Absolutely. I mean, everybody absolutely. has got to go into the season thinking, listen, this is not ideal, but for God's sake, let's get out of the house and let's play some bloody cricket. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I mean, I think there, ha- there will be a little bit of just almost goodwill for that because by, if it is, if we start in the middle of June, we see, people will be going absolutely stir crazy. Wait a I second, mean, you mentioned the word goodwill there. Are you absolutely, uh, there are some teams that I've <laughs> played against in that union that have never shown any goodwill. And that's over 25 years. <laughs> yes, so do you care to... <laughs> I think we know who we're talking about. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I mean, I think it's it, yeah, it's just it's so hard to know. I would like, I would love for them, love for there to be some cricket, but I think obviously it's um, in the end, it is kind of secondary to obviously mm-hmm. if things are still at the situation they're at just now. Um, obviously, I'd rather rather we were not in a situation you have passing round infected cricket balls to everybody and putting people in putting people in danger. I mean it's for example, West Home changing room would be hard enough to socially distance in. I don't know what you would do in the away, the away dressing room. It's the reverse of something. It would be like it'll be like Aldi, where you run in yeah. you have Bobby Kettlewell at the door saying, right, that's you son, in you go. Yeah, it's um yeah, I just I think uh, yeah, it'd be great if we could get something. And I mean, I think it's also for a lot of clubs. This is going to be—it's a really, really difficult period. Um, well, that's are they financially, actually, yeah, financially, the club's going to um, still be there. I think Fergus Lee. I think or was it? No, I think it was Stirling County that I saw on the twitters, um, and they were going to release something about what they were going to do with their their subs. Now, mm. I, th- I think if you possibly can. There's obviously no revenue going into any of these clubs. Mm. I understand that there will be grants. Um, so I presume most of the clubs will be getting the, at least their, their 10 grand grant or their 25 grand uh, grant from the council. Um, mm. But ultimately, they're surely going to have to furlough staff because there's yeah. nothing that they can be doing. Um, well, and there are and there are still there are still costs attached to not being open. You still need to insure places. You still yeah. need to, you, yeah. You still need to look after the place to even to a sort of basic basic maintenance of like cricket grounds are quite big spaces that require mm-hmm. quite a lot of looking after. Um, so yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's a really difficult thing from that perspective. And obviously, the thing that would allow us to tackle that would be getting back out to play. And obviously. Um, having places having their bars reopened, being able to take subs, all of that mm-hmm. sort of stuff would be, would, would help that. But, um, but yeah, uh, but I mean, I guess at the same time, safety and health and wellbeing probably first. Yeah. Yeah. So I think both of us are agreeing that it would be great to get some cricket, but we're pretty pessimistic about there being any kind of cricket being played at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, which is, but you and I will still grift our way through, grift our way through a weekly podcast. I was about to say there, shall we just end it now? No, <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. We'll do, we can do predictions for the whole season. We can predict on the Western Analysts um, online games. We can cover that. What? Has Hinchy got some? Not, no, I've he, not seen it. What's the Western it? Analyst who shall remain, remain unnamed. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's a faceless hero. He's been unmasked. <laughs> so he has offered to, I think he's been, he's bumped up his predictions model and he's offered, a, he's going to run a simulated season on, through his model and post the results on Have you got a betting license then? I presume he'd be taking some money for this. Online I assumed he was going to do it as like a, as like, I mean, he would just simulate it all and then post it and say the winner of the title is whoever. But he's going to do it week on week. Is he? So he's going to run it across the whole season. So there's a, a role for you and I to analyse yeah, that. He, he loves a stat. He, he loves does. a stat, Hinchy. I don't know what he's going to do on a Saturday. I don't think he's not doing it. Let's assume we play. He's not turning up at West again every, every week with his video camera and he's starting there. No. I mean, no, I mean, no, no. Because no, is, is he a hired gun then? Is he, is he going to be hiring his services out to the highest bidder? Who knows? We'll have to get him on, discuss his plans. Well, and that's the great thing about the Zoom. And I'm thinking uh-huh. Zoom might be the way forward because... You know how sometimes it was a bit sketchy when we actually tried yeah. to phone the, the, the skippers and the yeah. quality of the call was never great. Yeah. But this might just, just actually work. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be considerably easier. It's, um, maybe, and, and what about a Sunday morning? Bleary good eye. It's, good, it's good with me. I mean, usually Sunday mornings would not be my, my ideal time of, time of the week. However, at the moment, it's quite hard to be out gallivanting on a Saturday night. So, um, and is that, where are you, where are you um, recording from? Is that your lounge? Yes, I have my front room. So I'm, uh, I am, and you can actually, I'm just going to give away my location, Scotland's National Stadium outside the front oh, window. Oh, Yes. Um, oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, just me, I'm by myself. Uh, is that not quite me? unusual to have two doors off your, off your lounge? Yeah, so it, it, a long time before I got the place there, it's an internal kitchen. So it oh, would right. have been, the kitchen would have been in the back room, which is now, a, is now an unused bedroom. Right. Um, and so there's, yeah, so there's a kitchen off the living room. Um, so yeah, which is, yeah, it's, it's slightly strange, but it works quite, it used to, I've just had it redone actually, it was black fitting, so there was no natural light and black fittings. Back it up, back it up. Black fittings. Tell yeah, me. I mean, not put anybody Tell me to God, you didn't put the black fittings in. No, I removed the black fittings. Oh, that's good. I replaced them with white and some green tiles, and I will leave my football supporting <laughs> choices up to, up to our listeners. How about you? Where are you recording? That, that sounded a bit like sort of Holmes under the hammer. No, I mean, it was... Uh, it was, it was, I mean, I think the, the people before just made some very weird choices. <laughs> Johnny, if you want to discuss this, get me on the other podcast. This is bricks and mortar chat. This is not, a, not what our well, listen, let's, let's get cracking with the show. So what we're going to do is let's assume we start. I want to talk about transfers, right? Yep. Um, and then if we do start, who are you tipping? And then okay. my thing is, why are we paying a pro, right? I just, I just want to go and have a bit of a rant about pros, okay? And, and where the money probably should be going. So listen, okay. let's start off transfer news. I mean, that was the great thing. I've never seen a season, a precursor to the season with so many transfers bubbling away and then coming yeah. to fruition and then a couple of absolute, wow, he's gone. I know. Yeah, so let's talk ones. about the shaky. Shaky. left, right, and center. It was, and they all came <laughs> true. They all came I know. So let's start with the shaky. Shaky going back to his, his home at Clydesdale. What yeah. do you make of that? Um, 
I think so. I think it's possibly actually quite hard to take them individually, isn't it? Because if because you because you've also got other moves out of Clydesdale. Um, but I mean, I think in terms of he scored, I think what two, three hundred runs somewhere between two and three hundred eighty nine. Hundred eighty nine. Um, Not so four hundred. Not 400, like you predicted at the start. I didn't predict it, he bloody did. I All said, right. how many runs are you going to score? And he said 400. Um, yeah. I mean, would have been quite, I'm not entirely convinced Disco Bright scored much more than 400 <laughs> across the whole season last year. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a, in theory a good pick-up. However, it's probably quite a few years now since he's scored 400 runs in a, in a Premier League season. Yeah. Um, I think when you take it in the context of of Richie also leaving, um, I think if you were working from a position of strength, it would be a really good pickup. However, when you're comparing it to what has been lost, I'm not sure. I don't. They're certainly not in a strong position as they would have been last year. I know we're going to talk about tipping for the top, but they were probably one of my tips for the top had Barrow still been there, and yeah. you, and you've got no pros because uh-huh. yeah, yeah, because you're yes. homegrown. Uh, and then you've well, got... He's the best player in the league if he's here. And yeah. there's no proof. Yeah. By quite a long way, I think. Um, I agree with that. But, but yeah, but I think that's exactly, I guess, my point of it being, if you're taking him from a... Where you're going from a position of strength, where you're retaining what you had last year, and you're adding Kazim uh, Sheikh in, and taking... Because where they probably struggled was that the five, four or five batsmen where there was a bit of a rotate, they had quite a squad rotation going yes. on of people coming in and out and, and struggled to nail that down. But if he's coming in and you're looking for him to replace Barrington at three and also being an exceptional fielder and good bowler at that level, it's, not, it's definitely not a like-for-like replacement. Uh, no. So it's not a bad pickup, but it's not a game-changing one, I don't think. Okay. Um, and then you add on the fella from Pollock, there, that I think is a much bigger impact. I would say, but he, he didn't he have a great good. season last season. No, that's last true. Receive. That's true. But then he's playing at um, Pollock. Pardon? But he's then playing at Pollock. Yeah. So, which there's is also, the best of wickets. No, there's also, I mean, this is pure rank speculation on my part, which is really why I. No, but the truth then. But, but, uh, but Given the situation Pollock have obviously ended up in over the winter, that wasn't the first time that I'd heard rumours of there being issues of that sort of Pollock. Who knows what sort of place that was to play at last year. I mean, I think you don't necessarily take things. Um, it's also probably a little bit of, I played quite a lot with Craig when I was younger. I think he'll be a very good pickup for the sort of type of team they've got, but having trying to bring younger guys through and stuff. But again, probably doesn't, again, if you were adding them in with, with Barrington, so if you're, your top five included Angus Guy, Barrington, Craig Young and Kazim Sheikh, then... That's you'd a be good really top really four, isn't it? Yeah, but if you take Barrington out of that, then yeah. it's possibly not quite as strong. Oh, um, well, for sure, for sure. So, so yeah, but I mean, I, I think... I mean, Craig also will, will probably bowl, bowls a bit of spin, and always, regardless of how you how you get it down the other end seems to get wickets so uh, never bothered so, you never bought no no well I mean I was I was discouraged from bowling legs but after your moon, bo- your moon ball <laughs> you mean yeah yes just hitting hitting the roof of the west of Scotland <laughs> nets every all those loose panels are just for me firing the ball straight up um, 
But then going from Clyde, from going from Pollock to Clydesdale, that seems, you know, arch rivals yeah. and, and all that. Yeah, do I think. A, and do you think that crossed his mind at all? I think so, but I think I think it could. Well, clearly, clearly, stuff, stuff has changed quite a bit at Pollock. Uh, there wasn't going to be be a team in the league, so. Things are obviously pretty difficult there. Um, I don't know what the expectation when going in the end would have been, but mm. I think if you're if you've been at Pollock all your life, which Craig had, there's probably only really a couple of choices in the Glasgow area that you would go to, isn't there? I mean, it's either Clydesdale or West. You think and West? You missed a, do you think West missed a trick? I don't know if there was any conversation at all. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really know to be honest. I was. I'm not sort of. One of the few areas that I don't don't have much in don't have much to do with at West would be player transfers. My CD talents are used elsewhere, <laughs> um, but uh, I mean I think certainly when it became it, it was there was a chance for for that it looked like Craig was moving. They certainly I thought that would be a really good pickup for us to get, but I don't yeah. know if there was any contact about that. And they've got young Cairns the offies come off of an under nineteen World Cup looks half a decent player so you know they're, yeah, and I mean, they're building a decent squad there at Clydesdale yeah yeah and I mean I think Cairns actually from the from the World Cup I mean we've obviously not really spoken since then but he was in a team I mean, they, they, they obviously really struggled but he had a few reasonable performances mm-hmm. over there in a way that lots of the, the squad didn't so and also I mean I just think that level of exposure tends to be tends to be pretty good coming back over to back over to Scottish cricket. I don't imagine there's a, a bowling attack in the West that's better than Pakistan and the 19s, for example. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And what about yeah. um, what about the big mechs then, taking over the mantle of uh, Ed Pollock? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, so, it, I mean, it, it feels... It's quite a strange one, I think, because obviously it's just a big shift in what goes on there because Keith's been so heavily involved mm-hmm. for such a long time. Um but his boy plays there. Yes, that's true. Another one who had a good, good under nineteen World Cup, yeah, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see to see where they where they go. I mean, I think as as a club, they probably need to go. For, they, they, it seems like they need to find some sort of stability, basically, don't they? Of like mm-hmm. a sort of longer term, uh, longer term stability, because. Having individuals be being able to support a club is not necessarily a sustainable model. Yeah, um, you know better than most the amount of time and effort and actually bodies that you need. To yeah, absolutely. Up. And, and the yeah, next absolutely. is got to make sure that he's got people that that you know he can rely upon um, to do what needs to be done. Um, yeah, and, and absolutely. That's always the big issue in any club in Scotland that you need bodies, yeah. and, and unfortunately, it tends to be as it happened with Pollock. It tends to be one, two, possibly three people who are doing all yeah. the all the donkey work. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But um, I mean, in the playing side of things, it's so hard to know what they would be like because there is a, such a huge influx and sort of exodus at Pollock, though, because it's even. Every second move on player reg was people either going through or from. I wish they had that back in the day. That's the best thing ever. <laughs> it's brilliant. 
<laughs> what, just the transfer part of it? Oh, that's the only thing about it. It's brilliant, <laughs> the transfer part. So they had something like six from GHK left, and then but then six from GHK, sorry, six from, I think, Weirs went to GHK. I mean, it, it just seems that sometimes every every year there's always one club that has a huge migration of players and they just yeah, think... Uh-huh. Well, and it seems like people definitely go in, go as a group from place to place, um, which I think is also, I mean, I guess it's quite, it's different, I guess it's slightly different from us both playing at West, where that tends not to be, tends not to be the case. We obviously, at the moment, we tend to be bringing people in through Glasgow Uni or whatever, but... Well, I, I, I thought that if you left West, you weren't allowed back. <laughs> is, that the, is that always the rules? <laughs> does that, how does that not apply to you? Or I... <laughs> <laughs> so especially, I'm pulling your leg. I'm pulling your leg. Um, I went yeah. out of circumstances. I yes, that's I didn't go Mike Richardson and bugger off for a year and then come back. Come, well, going, yeah, join, I mean, well, that's it. I mean, if if you if you were if you were forced to, where would you go? If you were in Craig Young's situation, where would your choice be in Glasgow? Oh God! Don't put me on that. <laughs> what? Don't put me on the spot like that. I don't know where I would go. No, I think for I facilities mean, I think, wise, it'd probably be Clydesdale. I think. Yeah, but then you're definitely not getting your membership. But I did. I did. I, I did say facilities wise. <laughs> <laughs> no, directing in the end of the rest of that comment. They're a decent bunch of guys. They're a decent bunch of guys. Yeah. I tell you, I spoke to Rennie Keith. Um, uh-huh. You want to play with Rennie? So. Um, no. Rennie and Greg Williamson are actually um, the good cop, bad cop at Clydesdale this time. Uh-huh. So they're, do, they're coming back and doing a bit of coaching. Okay. So I, I think everybody probably saw on the WhatsApp um, that got sent around every club in the west of Scotland, the WhatsApp about Craig Young joining Clydesdale. It certainly appeared uh-huh. in my WhatsApp. Um, yeah. And so Rennie's doing spin classes. Cycling or bowling? Cycling, that's what I thought. I thought it must be, Rennie must be doing some masterclass on, on, you know, playing against spin. And Uh then I find out, no, 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 he's sitting on a Peloton bike, (laughs) beasting his squad. (laughs) I mean, can you see, can you see us all getting on Peloton? You know, the the first 11 score at West. (laughs) What, all in the all in the indoor school. That's right. Lined up with who would be your choice? I mean, you would have to be spin leader at West, wouldn't you? You're the only person with the the drive to do to take on that role. I don't know about that. We'll, we'll, we'll park that. We'll park that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rennie's, he's keen on his cycling. Uh huh. Yeah. So uh, it looks if we do get playing, then. Uh, um, <laughs> Obviously, all the Clydesdale boys will be on roids like all the other, um, <laughs> <laughs> all the other cyclists, and they'll be thin as rakes, <laughs> and they won't but, be able to, and they'll be able to hit fuck all because they, <laughs> yeah, but they'll be able to just all bowl in really whippy scenes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, come on, who else? Who asked Beryl? So Beryl, the chat was that he's gone back to to uh, Greenock. Yeah, I mean, from. What I can work out, it's sort of, it's personal related as opposed to yeah, as opposed to cricket related. Uh-huh. Um, That's what I hear. I mean, obviously, on purely cricket terms, it would seem a very very strange 
move. Um, although will work out very well for Greenock. Well, although there's the risk that he will always be away playing Scotland games. So, but I guess if you if you can get him to play four games and you can win two of those games and you can sneak another win from somewhere in the mm-hmm. season, then. Mm-hmm. Um, then you might stay up, but it's uh, yeah. I mean, I guess if it's, I mean, I, I don't know, don't know what age uh, Barrington is. I think it comes a point probably where the when you've played all the Scotland games and stuff that he has, does playing league cricket seem that important? I uh-huh. guess the yeah, the sort of desire to keep plugging along at that may, maybe becomes. I think it becomes more important for you as an individual. If you're playing for your homegrown, your your yeah, your absolutely. Site, I think there's more of an attachment there. Was if you're just, you know, taking the shekel from from one club and then the next club, you you must be thinking, oh, do I do I do I have to? Do I need to? Do I want? Yeah, exactly. But I can exactly. see him at Greenock. You know, he, you know, that's that's where he was learned his craft. So mm-hmm. you can see that there would be some personal um, wish for him to 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 do that. I yeah, absolutely. As you know, I've got spies in many clubs, <laughs> and 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 the spy that I had down there, I was chatting away to to the person who will name nameless, um, and uh, I said, "So what? What about better? What's the situation?" And he said to me, "I don't know. I don't know anything." And then for the next fifteen minutes, he spouted on absolutely everything that he knew. <laughs> So I then said to him, for a man who said he didn't know much, you seem to know quite a lot. <laughs> yes. People as well, though, always ask me, like, who is it? Who is it that you speak to? Who did Johnny speak to? Uh, I genuinely never found out. I've not told what anybody. Rocky and Johnny and I's hosting relationship <laughs> is that he wouldn't, he wouldn't spill his secrets to me. Right. Any other moves to talk of? Um... I can't think of any major ones off the top of my head. I mean, I think when it, when it looked like we were going to be playing cricket, I think like you, I was probably checking these things quite regularly uh-huh. and keeping up with what was going on. And now I feel like I'm maybe missing one. But... Well, I have to say, and that's interesting you should say that because there's, there's been no new members of the Facebook group. Whereas when we were doing the the interviews and, and the uh, episodes were going out, you know, we were getting uh-huh. five, ten a week. So hopefully we'll, we'll start to get, even though the likelihood is that we're not going to get too much cricket, um, yeah. I think uh, we should be able to start ramping up that. Um, so yeah, we're gonna, absolutely. We're going to put this out on, on Facebook. We're not going to do, um, I guess, a bit of housekeeping here. We're not going to do, I think at the moment, the thought is we're not doing Facebook Live. We're going to do Zoom calls. And I think what we, what we might want to do is actually do some skipper interviews um, yeah. and do those on a Sunday morning. So there's three of us on the call. Um, I think that yeah, might be absolutely. a good idea. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. So we'll, I'll, I'll see who's... There shouldn't be any problem about getting people on Zoom. I mean, everybody's got Zoom. Did you hear about Zoom um, and its share price has gone absolutely through the roof? <laughs> Yeah, Somebody, one of the few companies that's uh, that's profiting a lot from the situation. Somebody said to me that their 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 share price, or not their share price, their capital or the value of the business was worth more than all of the American airlines put together. Well, I mean, it's just become it's become quite sort of almost tautological, hasn't it? Of like what? What, what was that word? Tautological. Tautological. Where did oh, you come from? 
What is that? Johnny. Like that it's like um, I get self-perpetuating almost. Like it repeats itself. Self-perpetuating so and tautological. <laughs> I've, I've had three weeks in the house by myself. Oh, you know, I've just read dictionaries. Sorry, <laughs> what? It was tautological. Uh huh. What does that mean? So that it just becomes that it, it basically Zoom has just become the one that everybody uses because everybody uses it. So it's the platform that everyone is using for video calls because. Because 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 people have an account and then it's like well I'll add you to a Zoom call and then as soon as you've got uh-huh. it for one you're not going to go and download go and download another platform and so I think it's just kind of taken over from yeah from other ones which certainly I have been using I would have used Skype and stuff traditionally but generally now just have I think we should try and every, shoehorn that word in in every interview this year it's a slight change from Jobby <laughs> Yeah, probably best. <laughs> right, um, we're sort of slightly off track. Yes. <laughs> it took a strange turn. It did, it did. Yes. I can host a literary podcast during the week or something. <laughs> um, transfers, so are we done with transfers? I think so, I think so. I mean, I don't think, certainly I can't think of any major ones in no. or out at West. Um, so yeah. Okay, so let's, who, who are you tipping? Let's say we have a season where we have nine games. Um, who, who's your top tip for the top? No professionals. No professionals. Um, Huddingston, I think. Yeah. Is that, is that a sign of agreement? <laughs> oh, is that the money bags? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you've got to think. They're probably, I so. I, yeah. I mean, especially if they get Manib. That's who. That's yeah. somebody we didn't speak about. Oh yeah, well yes. Manib's well, been, been. Oh, he's been ch- chatting to everybody. <laughs> Has he been? Clydesdale, <laughs> Colin, Colin Mitch, Colin Mitchell had a little tickle, but I'm not uh, too sure. I think that was no. all to do with whether Berrow was leaving and, and, yeah. and Manib would sort of go... Why would it matter if Berrington was leaving, do you think? I don't know. Just They would just get another batter in. Why would you not want more batsmen? Is the... But he bats a bit, Manib will bat at four or five for you. No, I'm, not, I'm hinting towards things which will remain unsaid. All right. <laughs> don't know what you're getting at there. That's totally anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, yeah, I think it's probably, if, I mean, if they picked up, if Huddingston got the need, I think they would be pretty much a cert for it, yeah. um, but uh, I think the, yeah, I think a lot of the other clubs around the top, I mean, Fergusley, yeah, be, yeah, because, oh, Mike, what's his face? He's, he's gone down to air, that's the one that we didn't mention. Yes, uh, yeah, but, well, I mean, I just, I don't understand that. It's very strange. Has he not oh. got? Has he not got working down there? Mike Miller seemed to think that he was uh, something and and might be doing some work down there. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I'm sure I guess that I'm sure if that's wrong, the Fergus Lee boys will put us <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yes, ah, uh, yeah. No, and bear in mind that that rumor was started by Michael Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with this August Channel. No. Um, yeah, uh-huh. so I mean, if, I mean, if they'd had Michael English back up, I think I would, yeah, they would probably have been my pick. Uh-huh. I don't know what's going on with 
Hamza Tahir. I don't know if he's back in Scotland this year. No, I thought um, what I'd heard was that he's still down in, in well, there's any cricket down in Sunderland, I think. Um, but even imagine, still, they, imagine, did you see that? Magic getting COVID. Did you see that? And it was all I over um, the BBC website. Yeah, I know. I, well, that means that's when you know you've made it. I don't think you or I would make it onto the BBC website if we got COVID. So. <laughs> I'd barely make it on the West of Scotland website if I got it. Um, but, but yeah, Fergusley have got a good solid, a, a good solid squad, I think. Um, I also, I don't know why, I just, I think there's something about the slightly strange set, like a, a shortened nine-game season, I think for some reason would quite, I feel like that would quite help them. I think they could, they, they've got, they tend to have a really, really solid attitude and I could see them switching on very quickly for a shortened season. Yeah, um, yeah. I but think, again, do you think that it'll be a top five and a bottom five and it'll be the same, it'll be Huddingston, um, Fergus Lee, Clydesdale, West yeah. and... I think so, but you don't have as much time for it to spread, do you? No, that's so true. it puts, I think it kind of goes back to what I was saying before about the weather. I mean, it puts a lot of, a lot of pressure on, if you have two games washed out at the start of the season, see, for the sake of the argument, you have, like, you were meant to play Weirs and Pollock first two and get washed out mm-hmm. and then play Uddingston week three and lose. I mean, that's already you in quite a difficult position. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just, yeah, I mean, that which makes it really hard to predict how it would all kind of pan out. I think the shortened season will really hurt the, the newly promoted sides as well because you don't have, it always takes, the, the gulf is so big that it takes a while to adjust. Um, mm-hmm. And if you go out and take a couple of batterings in that first couple of weeks, you don't have the time to bring it back and you don't have time to get used to the league quite much. Um, but but I, think you, I think also you're just likely to see some quite strange results, aren't you? Because it is going to be... Who knows what state grounds will be in? Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know there's still... People are still being encouraged that you can do some maintenance work, but we've had a very wet winter anyway and if you've not been able to prepare your square in the same way, mm-hmm. who knows what that means? Um, but yeah, but, so yeah, I think... Ultimately, I think Uddingston and Ferguson would probably be my two that I would think would be best placed in a with no pros. But I think it could be quite a strange, strange sort of shortened season. Yeah. What about you? Um, I, I, I can't really look that far past Uddy um, mm-hmm. on the basis that there's there's no pros. Um, but I agree with what you're saying about the shortened season, and it's going to be so important as to who you are playing, I think the weather will have a huge impact. There's absolutely no yeah. doubt about that. Um, and clearly it could work both ways, couldn't it? You could end up yeah. with you know, three easy games and then your, your four games against the top echelon are, uh, are rained off. So, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I like the look of, of, um, of Adi. They've got uh, young McGurk is coming back. Uh, so Gordon McGurk, he would have played in my sort of era. Uh, he went out to Australia. Um, his boy is well was meant to be coming back um, over. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think again they'll be hard, hard to beat. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I just and I like the look of Clydesdale. I have to say, I think if Angus guys there, they've got um, shaky um, and and young. 
Um, I think yeah. that, that bodes well for them. Yep. Uh, I think, yeah, I mean, I guess some of the difficulty for them might be, uh, I, get, I mean, I guess if you've got a relatively big squad turnover and particularly quite a big cultural change, I guess, if you lose, it's always felt to me that they look the Barrington when he's there as like yeah. the, do you know what I mean? So even if Paddy is captain of the team, Barrington's obviously the best player. Mm-hmm. Um, and they look quite strongly to that. And this probably actually links a lot to your next discussion about about what the point of professional players is and stuff. But it's quite a big change to remove that from a dressing room. You, you can't often addition, like replacing one with two good, very good with two good players doesn't always lead to an instant. You don't instantly replace them because there's lots of sort of intangible stuff, I guess. That kind of yeah. 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 Um, but... But yeah, so that, so that think, was a good segue into pros. So let's talk about that, yeah. and then we'll just wrap up. So, do you think the fifty grand, the fifty grand that we were paying to Rory, do you think that <laughs> do you think that will get, feed its way back into uh, to the club and, and get to, <laughs> the, the, how much the, the fifty club? grand? Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> Your sources, I think, are uh... not getting fifty grand. Anyway, no. listen. Let, let's, um, have a, let's have a look at, because I've been looking about the back end of, of, of West, round about the bomb shelter, and I tell you what, the place isn't looking great. No, it is not. It, it, it's a bit of an embarrassment, I have to say. I mean, you go past the, the, the old tea hut, okay, and then mm-hmm. the, there's about 500 pieces of, of polystyrene, which I don't know what we're going to do with. And then there's this eight-foot sink. <laughs> I mean, it's like a tinker's yard. I mean, it's just... And I thought, for God's sake, how much money have we spent on pros and what mm-hmm. have we had to show for it in the last 10 years? Would it be 100 grand, just conservatively? 10 grand, would you, would you be paying 10 grand a pop? Maybe eight grand a pop. Yeah, I mean, Six so... Grand. Four grand. <laughs> I have, I have literally no idea. No, 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 listen, once you've got, so you've got a flight and you've got uh, accommodation. And you've got, so, yeah. So a flight, so it's 600. Accommodation is going to be, what, 400 a month, 500 a month. He's here for three months. So that's 1,500. So you're, you're already at, at two and a half grand. Yeah, he's and then you He's not coming over here for under, what, a, two, two grand a month? No. Uh, yes, I mean, I, yeah, I, I no, mean, it, you, must, you must be talking about six. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it, I mean, it depends as well on who you who you get, won't it? If you get somebody uh-huh. unheard of, then you're going to be paying less. But so over a ten year period. Yeah, you, uh, yeah. So you're talking between, I know, sixty grand and a hundred grand, quite, yeah. quite possibly, and uh-huh. and you know, to be absolutely brutal, what what has West got for that? Yeah, so not I think won, we've not won anything since nineteen oat cakes. <laughs> right? who, who was last? Who played, did? Some, did somebody play in that last West team to win the? Win I'm the telling league you league. that I got I got put on to some performance squad, and and I said, well, what the hell am I on this for? And they said, well, you're the last person who's won anything. Who's still playing? <laughs> I thought, oh my God, surely, to, I've been out of the game for 13 years, surely we've won something in 13 years, and no, we've not won fuck all. 
the particle of it have won a few cup tournaments, uh, well, but I don't know if that... Yes. Uh-huh. Then it's not really what, yeah, what we're looking for. Yeah, uh, no. it's one competition. Yeah. So I I think... my, point is, my point is this, is that the club is looking tired, right? And, mm-hmm. and I'm a bit of a hypocrite, I have to say, because back in the day when I was, when I was you know, playing and I was younger, uh-huh. It was, of course, we've got to get a pro. You have to get a pro. I'm not really too bothered about the place. But now that I'm at a certain age, <laughs> and I'm clearly at the fag end of, of whatever career I had, um, I, I, I just want that when you go into West and you think, wow, I'm, I'm quite proud of this place. And it's not a fucking tree growing out of the front door. <laughs> I mean, two years ago when I came up, there was a flipping tree growing out of the of the front. The fr- it was yeah. the front door, yeah. and and everybody just and so I got a pair of ladders and a saw, and people just thought I was absolutely off my head. As in the middle of a Saturday watching a game, <laughs> I was sawing down this tree that had sprouted out of the front of the front gate. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a really difficult one, isn't it? Because I think there will be a lot of people who think the same way that you used to think as a as a as a player. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, so as somebody who, in the sense of, I get no direct benefit from playing with the professional because I'm not playing in them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I see. But as somebody who really benefited from it, I think as a as a junior, I think that there's a real benefit for for the young guys of having somebody to look up to, and I don't think it really matters who that is. Um, like, because I, I mean, when I was young, when played, trained, or was coached by people ranging from like Colin McGrath, who now plays for New Zealand, mm-hmm. to mean guys who played like state cricket in India and or the what Ranji Trophy cricket in India and stuff. Um, and I don't think it really matters who it is. I think there is just it's, there's a bit of a status thing about it, which I do think drives, sadly, drives quite a lot of interest uh, amongst younger people. But I don't. I do think there is an issue that I, I, th- I imagine for a lot of places comes almost a, against sustainability of being able to redo stuff round about the club. Getting getting kids through the system from under 11s through to first 11 cricket is all about the foundation that you have created as a club. It's got nothing to do with with the professional. The professional should just slot in. You should have a system in place where the the pro slots in and the pro slots out and then you get another pro in. But ultimately, if the pro's not there, the system should be there, the foundation should be there. Um, And I know it is. So I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, what is the, the, the benefit? But the, yeah. the, the, the difficult, I think, is that you can't then go cap in hand to whoever we go cap in hand to um, and say, listen, how about paying for the pro? It's a bit more difficult, but how about paying for a skip so we can get rid of that eight-foot sink yeah. well, at the back of the clubhouse and, and, and do something with the, with the roof? And well, I think, I think, so I think a, a lick of paint. Yeah, I think the issue is that you're, as with any, as I mean, with any of the the sort of big jobs that are kind of on. Again, I assume on every club's wish list of things mm-hmm. to do yeah. is that I guess there are probably clubs either have people who are willing to put money in or have money that can allow you to make a one-off 
investment for a year by year investment, having being able to put up, I guess, a, a capital investment of like a hundred thousand pounds to re, do you know I mean to totally rejig your place into is 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 a much bigger thing, and it's not necessarily a good way of looking at things, but I think. It becomes yeah, it becomes really really difficult. But I know it's I know it's sort of on certainly on a lot of the stuff that we we try to do is is aimed at that sort of thing of like getting the financial st- basis in place that you can do. Yeah. do all if, you those if you don't things. have the financial basis, ultimately you're just going every year hand to mouth, hand to mouth, hand to mouth, yeah. and there's, there's nothing in the background. And for many clubs, that's that's all they can hope to do is yeah. to try and be still alive on on the 31st of March. Yeah, I mean, if I'm brutally honest, I think that part of it comes from... Now, I don't know what other clubs around the district pay for their membership. I'd actually be really quite interested to know. But we still pay, I think, comparatively little to play cricket. Mm -hmm. The membership, certainly the subscriptions are not not that high. I don't think £170... Like, I don't view my membership fee certainly as paying for cricket. I view my membership as being a member of of the club. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? To, I guess to look at it in sort of old clubby language. Um, and then I pay my match fees to play to play cricket. Now, I think I'm, I've always, I've, since I've come back, I've advocated for higher match fees. But I would also be quite happy personally to pay quite a bit more in, in the subscription it, side. It would, of it, be, so in, that it would be interesting to know how much the everybody's paying as far as subs are concerned i certainly know from my girls who are at ghk and playing hockey they're 250 quid and and Mm -hmm. 116 and one's 18 um you know 250 quid for kids to go and play hockey um in comparison with 170 now i appreciate that there's that's there's there's no sort of subs there's no match day fees but ultimately, the match day fees, correct me if I'm wrong, are just paying for the petrol and, and paying for... And the TVs and the umpires. Like, cricket, uh-huh. is, cricket is a very, very expensive game to play. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like when, you, when you look at, like, to, to, to sustain a clubhouse, but also just to, to keep however, however big an area of grass Hampton Crescent is maintained and also able to play cricket on, mm-hmm. is... Like it's an expensive, it's an expensive outgoing. Yeah, um, no, for sure. And and I think, yeah, I think it becomes really, really difficult to, yeah, if you don't. I mean, there might. I mean, I'd, assumedly there would be a point where cost would start to drive people away. But, um, but I do think I do think there's possi- I think there's probably. I think it's probably a sport wide thing, to be honest, more than a club by club thing about thinking about actually sustainability and. How, yeah, how you how you keep those things going? Because for all the stuff where yeah, the back areas of West are not in the nicest of condition. Generally, the playing like there's also places where we go where the playing surfaces are are not in good nick. The grass isn't well prepared. Do you know what I mean, and yeah. it's I think it's an issue that faces probably faces the sport as a whole that we maybe that there probably actually needs to be more of like a wider look at about not just increasing participation, but increasing the sustainability of the overall model of playing what is a very long, time-intensive game that is expensive to run, but we aren't maybe necessarily asking people to cover that properly. Um, But yeah, so 
it's, a much, I mean, much better reasoned argument than myself, Chris, I have to say. <laughs> I do like a rant, but I mean, you, you're my yin to, to my yang. <laughs> you you is, always come away with, with a little bit more of a sensible opinion. Thank you. Well, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> right, listen, I think we're going to wrap it up. That's has just gone up for the, for the hour. Uh, I think next time round, we'll try and get somebody out of their bed on Sunday morning and we'll have a chat with one of the skippers just to see what their thoughts yep. are. Um, we've got, had the chap at Weir's, we've had Paddy on. Um, I'll maybe get, uh, there's a new skipper at Greenacre, I understand, so I'll maybe have a chat with, with him. So I'll, I'll see what I can do um, and get somebody on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess so, I would sort of thingy this maybe more for the start, I guess, probably better, but I guess it's possibly just worth out pointing out to people to obviously stay safe, follow government advice about social distancing and stuff, but also, I mean, I've not been going in for the sort of clapping at the window, but obviously, I guess... What? Safe You've not done people. that? No, but I mean, no, I mean, it's, no. I save oh. my gestures for the end of Out the Shoe, Johnny, but I guess just to say thank you to all the people who are, I guess, keeping things going at the moment, because it is obviously a bit of an odd odd time for everybody Absolutely. yeah good. but you're good yeah all thanks right. very much Cheers. thanks very much for coming on out the shoe sometimes right sometimes wrong always, always certain see <laughs> <laughs> you next week cheers johnny cheers buddy